Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day nine at the Aki Basho. Well, I feel that we're back to some some sense of normality yes. on this Monday. It wasn't mediocre Monday by any uh, stretch of the imagination, but it also wasn't uh, stellar Sunday or superb Saturday. Well, no, they, they was new names I've made up. Now. Oh, okay. Well, they but they, but I think they were Stella doesn't capture the chaos. No, that's true. I take it back. We've come and look. Quite just speaking personally, I'm quite happy for this to be just a good solid day of sumo rather than the absolute head scratches we saw over Saturday and Sunday evening. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, shall we just jump straight into the bouts? I think so, Mio Giryu. He's in fine form. He is up there with the leader, Pack, and he came up today against Kodoshoho, but he was swung down. It was an Uwadanage win from Kodoshoho today that takes uh, Mio Giryu one more off the pace, six and three. Kodoshoho surprised us all there. Yeah. Mio Giryu and good. the sumo community. Uh, what about Chiyashoma's effort against oh. Hokuseho? This was an interesting bout, wasn't it? It really was. We, well, I will say I didn't quite expect him to go um, up against Hokuseho in quite this way. It was very spirited. Well, it certainly was. Chiyashoma got in close, delivered a couple of uh, spicy face slaps oh, yes. to Hokuseho, which Hokuseho, he knows the tradition of sumo. He tried slapping Chiyashoma yeah. back on the face too. Good on him. Ah, just a bit of uh, fun sumo brothers doing what they do. Chiyashoma was close here, had managed to keep himself around the side of Hokuseiho, had a right hand, I believe, on the back of Hokuseiho's belt. Here Chiyashoma went to work trying to destabilise the legs of Hokuseiho. Now, you know, in the ways that we've seen people win against Hokuseiho, this tactic very rarely works. Yeah. It makes sense in theory to, and I think Aqua would have been proud of Chiyoshoma today with the amount, the sheer number of kakanages that yeah. he tried. It was three or four times he just went for it and, and Aqua is the only other man I've seen with that pure sheer commitment yeah. to the well, move. But like I said, in theory, it, it should work, like destabilise the tall tree, cut it down at the, at the base, but it. It didn't. Well, speaking of bases, I was going to talk about the evidence base ah. that says, in theory, this will never work because <laughs> we haven't seen it ever work before. Chiyoshoma, though, continued to put in the work and now put the effort back into the belt. Yep. Here, a quality throw attempt from Chiyoshoma looks like it was going to put Hokuseiho down. Hokuseiho, though, had the left hand on the back of Chiyoshoma's belt, managed to pull, almost pull Chiyoshoma under him before he fell. Yeah, Chiyoshoma hit the ground first, just. Oh, this was heartbreaking. A minute amount. Yeah. But he had put in all the work. Mm. And for his efforts, he got uh, himself on the road to Kachikoshi, his two and seven. Two and seven. I feel like he's been turning up and doing good sumo every day. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there was that Henker, but. Who can blame him? That's okay. You got a win from it. Hokuseiho, five and four. Mitakumi came up next against Tsurugisho. And two big guys here, Tsurugisho, uh, just a little bit bigger, but Mitakumi was able to move him back. But Tsurugisho 
kind of let him because I think he had something else in mind and he was able to do this so quickly. It was a blink of an eye thing, which seems strange with Tsurugisho. <laughs> all of a sudden, I swear I blinked yeah. and he was around the other side of Mitakuyumi and was able to push him out from behind at Kuridashi. Yeah, I mean... Tsurugisho just looks like he's in fine touch at the moment. Doesn't seem bothered by injuries, moving that big frame of his around uh, with seemingly little effort. And yeah, just too quick for me, Takumi. Yeah, what beautiful a dance. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful dance from the big man. He's seven and two. Mitakumi, five and four. Atami Fuji and Kim Bozan were up next. And this one was over very, very quickly as Atami Fuji went low at Kim Bozan out of the touchy eye. That's all he needed to do. Yeah. Kept moving forward. Kim Bozan went, boy, he was forced back, really. I don't think he had a conscious decision in this one. So Atami Fuji, quick win, brings up his Kachikoshi. Yes, very exciting. He was uh, with the, he was one of the leaders. Uh, for the last two days, he's been one of the leaders with Takiyasu and he moves himself one ahead again. It's very, very exciting. For this young man. Surely today is the day that a tummy foodie starts to feel that pressure. Yeah, I think so. When you hit your, oh, give him one day of enjoying the kachikoshi, I think. Yeah. I think it'd be joy today because of kachikoshi. Because last time he was in Makuchi at well, Magashira 15, I think. Yeah, he did so terribly. we know that a tummy Fuji had a bad time uh, the very first time he came up to Makuchi. So on day nine which we are on today, he was three and six. Mm. And he only went on to win one more bout and yeah, did that right. on the final day. So yeah, the second week for Atami so. Fuji, the wheels absolutely fell off. But just the just the attitude that he brought to this bout, you know, throwing himself so surely against Kim Bozan today. We've noticed that his confidence is up and it was really shown here, although I will say that this is Kim Bozan's third loss in a row. And I'm pretty sure that it was yesterday I noticed that he didn't offer much resistance yeah. or there was something, you know how you can tell when there's an injury sometimes because it looks like the ricochet is like protecting themselves a little bit. And that's what I thought, especially okay. today, that when he moved back, it looked like he was almost exiting himself from the doyo. I, I don't know whether that was quite the case. I'm sure it was more Atami Fuji's attack, but I wonder if there's something wrong with Kim Bozan as well. Hopefully everything's okay with him. So as we said, Atami Fuji, eight and one. That's his first Kachikoshi at the top division. Yay. Uh, Kim Bozan, five and four. And the other leader, Takiyasu, was up against Kodoeko today. And this was a quick win as well for him. He got his arms around the body of Kodoeko, worked him backwards and over easily. So that's Takiyasu's Kachikoshi. And we have the same leaderboard again. How are you feeling? I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit whirly in the head. Like we talk about uh, going into the vortex. At the moment, the vortex is in my head because my thoughts are quite slippery and I'm, I'm just getting a little bit short of breath and anxious about this. Yeah. I, I thought today, similar to Atami Fuji, d a definitive performance yep. from Takiyasu today, just looked stable, looked wide, just gave Kotoeko no room uh, to move really. It's hard to to say at this stage, but Takiyasu. Do you want me to ask the reciprocal question or not yet? Uh, look, You're not ready yet. Uh, no, I mean I can I can give you a day nine report. I think that this is we we've seen Takiyasu in this position before. Yep. That's all I'll say. Yep. Moving on now, Asuniyama. K 
came up against the winless Tamawashi, and this one just didn't really feel fair. Asanyama came out hot. Uh, Tamawashi got taken straight back, and you could see the, the sumo uh, reflexes kick in a bit. Tamawashi tried to rotate Asanyama uh, over the Tawara as he was falling back, but Tamawashi just ran out of room here and stepped over to give Asanyama the win. Yeah, not the most convincing win this time around. And I did think that move was cool from Tamawashi to try, might as well. And Asanyama lunging forward, but uh, yeah, ran out of room. And that's 0-9 for Tamawashi. Yeah, look, it's one of these rooms. I don't, I haven't, I don't think I've quite shared this idea with you. It's a new one that I've come up with. It's, it's to rethink the way the bales are laid down. Right. So my idea is to run them around the square edge uh, yeah. of the doyo. Yeah. So in this case... On that kind of surface, Tamawashi definitely would have won. Today. Oh, he would have won. Yeah. Yeah. That'll definitely help with injury as well, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, because he heaps better. Yeah. To actually get a win, you've got to go off. Yeah. Or you've got to get your opponent off the Yeah. Do-yo. You've got yeah. to be either thrown off, step off. No, well, you then make another level. All right. Oh, no, no, this is not a good, good idea. Second tier around the edge. You're a visionary. Oh, look, I, I you know. I just like to throw ideas out there. Are they all bad? Most certainly they are. Uh, Asanyama, did I say the scores? Five and four. Uh, poor old Tamawashi, zero and nine. Abi came up against Komasubi Tobizaru as we move into the Sanyaku. They have a six to three head to head, but it wasn't to be today for Tobizaru. Abi straight on the face. And by the time Tobizaru got the arms out of the way and slipped to the side, he was off balance, standing up on the Tuara. If anyone can rescue himself from here, it's probably Uda. But then straight behind him, Tobizaru. And if it's anyone who can finish off an opponent on the Tuara, it's Abi. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, Tobizaru's movement to the right was a result of Abi's touchy eye. No, he was trying to get out of he the way, was, I think. He, he moved. And, yep. I, and that was disappointing to me. I thought, I mean, you know what's going to come from Abi at the touchy eye. Mm. He's, he's just slipping away. Like it wasn't even like he committed himself to a drastic move to the right. It was a slight move to mm. the right. It felt like he had run out of ideas very early on in this bout. My disappointment came from the fact that he knew, like you say, the arms were going to come out and he did manage to deflect them after a few thrusts, yeah. but he was too far back and had to resort to yes, that move. Yeah. Uh, if you know what's coming, uh, I wonder if someone like Tobizaru isn't able to either move to the side straight away or deflect the arms straight away because he he's so quick and, you know, he thinks about his sumo in that yeah. way. Yep. Not uh, today. Not today. Uh, both Tobizaru and Abi are on five wins and four losses. Komasubi Nishikigi was up Next against Maegashira 1, Hokuto Fuji. This bout looked very, very even as they uh, leapt out of the touchy eye. They stayed body to body. Uh, neither of them really able to get on the belt. There's a lot of back and forth here. Uh, while this was going on, though, Nishikigi was able to, to generate some movement towards the Tawara, but Hokuto Fuji cleverly stepped out of the way and left Nishikigi I'll say poor old Nishikiki mm. <laughs> crashing to the dirt. Yeah, you can give him a poor old yeah. thing there because he was pancaked down on the ground. It was very close though. If you weren't watching Hokuto Fuji's feet to see that he just managed mm. to stay in, it did look like because he was moving backwards that uh, it was very close. But be that as it may, the uh, Tawara does not run around the square outside not yet. of the do. And so... Uh, Nishikigi was down first 
and that means that he is four and five and Hokuto Fuji has clawed a few back here. Well, it's Six starting to look like a very solid campaign and Mike Ashira won. Do you know? Yeah. I think he's, he's approaching the doorstep. He's getting ready to wrap his knuckles on that door. It's good because he beat the three Ozeki, day yeah. one, two and three. And then, he, you know, he got his losses in a place where, well, it was Daiesho. But still, to come back and beat yesterday uh, Sekiwake Kodnawaka yeah. and today Komasubi Nishikigi, great work. He absolutely deserves that Maegashira 1 position, Hokuto Fuji. Great to see. Take us through Daiesho and Wakamoto Haru. Yep, the Sekiwake matchup today, one of them at least. Daesho was relentless today on the neck. Very hard for Wakamoto Haru to deal with. He tried using force. He tried using his muscles to push back. He tried moving. He tried his speed to get out of the way. And he did maintain a distance from Daesho that I thought was clever for a little bit of time. Clever. It left, it gave Daesho all the space in the world to work with. Well, I thought if he maintained enough space, you know, the thrust might miss or he might be able to rethink. It just seemed to me like he gave himself some time Mm. to have a bit of a think about it. But you're right, the time did not work for him Uh, and Daesho just came back. It certainly didn't. Daesho looked in complete control here. Made himself very spiky with Mm. those attacks. And as you said, You know, without that ability to move in close and find the belt, Wakamoto Haru looked completely stripped of his tools. Yes. I thought this was good sumo. And Daesho, when he's fighting like this on a particular day, is very, very hard to beat for anyone. Yep, totally. And he moves to five and four today. A much-needed win, I think. I'm going to award that. I feel like I'm giving them out willy-nilly, but uh, that was a carefully considered one. Well, the Sonyaku are under attack. I think think you should give them out where you feel you need to give them out. Wakamoto Haru, he is six and three. Okay, we had Maegashira five, Gonoyama up against Ozeki Takakesho. Now, what did I say as they got ready to go here. <laughs> he said he said he is absolutely, he being Takakesho, he's going to run him over. He's going to get him good. He did. I mean, I said that and I was exactly right. I just thought, well, I'll tell you what happened first. Takakesho came out, delivered a series of thrusting attacks that did, maybe on the surface it didn't look like moved Gonoyama back much. Well, first he did windmill arms, which we haven't seen. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't seen him do that for quite a while. Yeah. And so it didn't really do anything to Gonoyama, but it just kept the pressure on. Yes. Here, Gonoyama made a critical uh, error in that he thought, I'll give myself a backward step, get away from this, try to do something with that space. Takakesho was on him. Yep. And, and then, you said, he, at this point, you said, oh, no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, as soon as you step back, I mean, I can see why. It was that, it was that relentless pressure from Takakesho. But, yeah, Takakesho just saw this uh, invitation and took it. And yeah. he went to the party and Gonoyama was uh, in the crowd. Yeah. A sign of inexperience, I think, from Gonoyama. I can imagine him having all the confidence in the world in his own sumo at this point. He's been doing really, really well. Uh, but he I, didn't imagine coming up against this kind of power, I don't think. I don't want to harp on about it, but it's important to remember that in July, so last Basho, he was Magashira 13. Yes. And the, the Basho before that, he was Jurio 1. The overpromotion. I think 
Definitely. We saw today, there's just that level that Gonoyama's not quite at yet. I think he'll be there in 12 months. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is he's young, he's got confidence. Oh, totally. You know, he believes in himself and that's great. But we did get to see some Tucker Keisho classics today. Yeah. The windmill arms and the shove, shove. Yeah. He didn't even get have to do the third one. No, <laughs> because Gonoyama had well and truly exited by that point. Tucker Keisho is six and three now. Mm. I mean, this Kataban just feels like old news. Thing of the past. Thing of the Soon. past. Goniyama still doing very well on the same score, six and three. Kirishima came up against Ura next, Maegashira four. And Ura kept Kirishima at a distance at the Tachiai. He kind of did his funny weight thing. The arms were outstretched. And then he ducked suddenly in close, trying to take Kirishima by surprise. Here, I, I, I thought... It looked for a moment like this was going to work. Yeah, I thought so too mm. because Kirishima uh, took a, a small step back and I thought, oh, if this continues, trouble. But then he uh, he got him by the arms, Uda, and was able to push back himself and despite we got to the bales here and <laughs> Ura tried to throw <laughs> Kirishima. Uh, it didn't work and Kirishima kind of pivoted up onto the Tawara and it looked like maybe if he was in, you know, if he was a little bit more off balance, he would have taken another step out. Ura, of course, tries everything to stop himself going out and did this, like, what did you call it? A, um, oh, it's a break dance move. Break dancing yeah. move where he spun his leg right around just in case oh, Kirishima was going to step out. He didn't. The, the replay shows so much that all of this is going on in the blink of an eye. You can see Ura looking down at Kirishima. And then when he sees that Kirishima is not going to go over, it's almost like, well, he goes, I don't want to hit the ground with my face. Mm. I'm going to flip and fall on my back or, or yes. whatever. It was to get some more height. I mean, Ura is just... To look cool. To look cool. It's probably all of the above. To be I, a legend. Well, to be a legend. And I think that, you know, someone who can bring so much pleasure to the sumo community around the world yeah. with a loss. Yeah. He's truly a treasure. Ura, five and four. We're not speaking so much about Kirishima, but that was a solid effort from him handling yeah. the funny business from Ura. Well, if we're saying that Takakesho well, nearly has his Kataban erased, then you have to say the same thing here perhaps about Kirishima. Yeah, we should, shouldn't we? But it's <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. exactly the same, but somehow different. Yep. That brings us to the final bout of day nine. Sekiwake Kodnawaka up against Ozeki Hoshoryu. A move from the right from Hoshori at the touchy eye. I think it was a meet and move. Yeah. It was definitely a move. Yeah, yep. And I'm going to give him a little meet in front of that. Oh, I'm absolutely not suggesting this was a hanker. Let me put that on record now. Yep. Definitely this was cool. Timestamp. Timestamp, 1953. Uh, that let Hoshori put a right hand on the back of uh, Konowaka's belt here. He, I, I did see Hoshoryu flick the leg out, explore what was mm. going on downstairs with it, but he uh, pulled that leg back pretty quickly as Konowaka stabilised here. Hoshoryu didn't waste any time. He came forward at Konowaka hard, forced Konowaka back. Konowaka, those sumo senses kicked in as he felt Hoshoryu coming forward. He put a hand on the back of Hoshoryu's head, guided Hoshoryu down to the dirt as he stepped over the Tawara they, it looked very, very close. It was given to Hoshoryu. It was, but it was so, so, so close. I was looking at every part of both of these Rikishi's legs. 
We I'm, should say a monoey was called. Yes, a monoey was called. And in comparison to that other one that was called yesterday that took ages to call, I don't think the dust had settled no. before they were... The, they were pushing Kodnawaka out yeah. of the way and getting up onto the... Excuse me. Yeah, we have to have another look at this. So what did you see on the replay? This was fascinating. Well, Hoshiri's knee and almost full leg, he was almost fully horizontal yeah. at the point that he went down. So his whole left leg touched the uh, doya almost together. Yeah. And then Kodnawaka's leg or foot went past the vertical plane as well at a very, very similar time. And then his other foot touched down as well. So it seemed like three or four things were happening Well, at the no, same there was time. another thing you missed though because the thing that I think we were focused on at first was Hoshori's hand hitting. Yes, and the hand. That's because, right. Because Hoshori landed just outside the tuara or just uh, like just close to it. So that's where my attention was focused going mm. – does his hand hit before Kodnawaka steps out or breaks yep. the ver- uh, the horizontal plane? We're looking at all of that. And we checked for the hair pull just in case. Oh, did you? I didn't even think to. Oh, gee, I should have. Um, okay, so the monoey came back and it was reversed. Yep. Now, the explanation was was that Hoshiro, you dragged the top of his foot. So I didn't even consider this until you told no. me later that, that was it. And this was part of that uh, horizontal business yeah. was that his – Toes were pointed yeah. and the foot that hit the ground was dragged along the dirt first. And, and then, as you said, the knee hit yep. and then up the other end of his body, then the rest of him went down. Mm. So a, a controversial way to finish the final bout, that Gunbai uh, being reversed, the win given to Kodnawaka. I mean, it was interesting you had a bit of a look online to see what, what the general feeling was and people tended to be pretty happy with that reversal yeah, in I terms of Yeah, I didn't see a lot of fuss. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I think, it, I think it was probably correct to reverse it, but uh, it was just so close. I mean, I, just sometimes it gets to that point where it's like, what's the point? Just do it again. If you exactly. look at pixels. Yeah, I completely agree. This this. You know, I know technically, yes, probably frame by frame, Hoshoryu's, the top of the foot did hit, but just the spirit of the way this finished, mm. give them another go. Mm. I don't just got a this, little bit odd. It was not conclusive enough for me. Yeah, I agree. I don't feel Kodnawaka was the better ricochet on the day necessarily. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he was the one pulling Hoshoryu down. It was That's a brilliant true. move. He did under a lot of pressure there. It was quick thinking, but I uh, just feel like one more would have been nice. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, we just want another bout. So We're a little bit selfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. That puts yeah. him in a lot of trouble. And we've said that every day he's lost and it just kind of gets worse and worse. I've got to say, watching him walk down the Hanamichi, there was almost a sense of resignation. Mm. Yeah. He's got to pick himself back yeah. up from here. I-, I tell you what, I mean, this is these last final... Um, six days now are, are so important for Hoshori to prove his mettle. Yeah. To prove that he's mentally strong enough to be Ozeki because this is the kind of thing you have to deal with. Well, and this is something we've accused him of and he's been accused yeah. of in general in the past, the um, when you don't get c- consistency. 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 And if he backs up this you show with, you know, yeah. a terrible score, then... You know, it's only two battle in a row, but it's inconsistency. It certainly is. And and it's funny, just as we say, well, our other two Kadaban Ozeki are looking really good. Maybe we'll have all proper Ozeki. Well, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Oh, sorry, Mom, don't let us down. We, yeah. we, I'm sick of Katabana Zekis. I know. <laughs> we want everybody to be going well. Yeah. Oshorio, he's three and six. And Kodnawaka, we haven't uh, mentioned him, his score yet. He's five and four. Looking great at his uh, in his first appearance at Sekiwake. Uh, take us through the leaderboard. I know it's not that different, but I love hearing you say these two names together. I'm going to say it. Both Kachikoshi today on eight wins. Magashira 7, Takiyasu, and Magashira 15, Atami Fuji. And we have a standout, Rikishi, on seven wins, one behind here. Who is it, you ask? Well, only a little fellow called Tsurigisho. You've got to start wondering how many wins are going to take this Yusho. Yeah. Because we've got the leader pack on eight wins. There are six more days to go. I don't think it's going to be 14. It's probably going to be 13. Mm, Well, there are a whole lot of people behind then Kirishima, Takakesho, Wakamoto Haru, Hokuto Fuji, Gonoyama, Onosho, Endo and Miyogiryu. Now, I've said that it, it will probably be 13, which counts out all of those six win rikishi. So I don't think it's 13. It's probably going to be 12 wins. Mm. Huh. Or Takiyasu runs away with it. He could, but, you know, I mean, like if we're real about this and let's have some Takiyasu real talk before yep. we leave you on day Please, nine. I need it, actually. Yeah, let's just let's ground ourselves. It. Let's centre ourselves. He is eight and one. The highest rank that he has fought has been Gonoyama and Shonano Umi. So two less experienced Rikishi in those higher positions. Uh, I mean, he lost day three against Onosho, but he's only fought around his rank and he's at Maegashira 7. So he's fought a little higher, mostly lower. You know, I mean, another couple of wins will see him fighting way up. I would, I would say even one more win will see him um, starting to fight. Top of Maegashira, maybe some Sanyaku. Has he got what it takes to get those crucial handful of wins against Sanyaku? I don't know. Well, tomorrow he has a big test. Oh, my God. Now, I I don't know. This I felt, I, I'm disappointed. Yep. <laughs> Not on day 10, guys. Not on day 10. I guess if they don't fight each other, and we're talking about oh, Takiyasu yeah. uh, coming up against Atami Fuji to knock somebody off. <laughs> I guess if they don't fight each other tomorrow, the risk is that they lose to other people and this, like, this matchup oh, becomes moot. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like let's leave it nope. for later. It's like it won't happen unless it happens tomorrow. I hadn't considered that. So let's give give the crowd a great bout. That's right. An exciting bout That's on day right. 10. Yeah, okay, all right, all I've right. I've turned you around. Do you know what would be even better mm. is them both facing off on day 15. Yeah. Yeah, for a, and then a playoff. No with playoff. No, no, play, no playoffs, please. I don't think my heart can take no. another playoff. Uh, yeah, let's have a look at some of the other bouts for day ten. As you said, the two leaders will fight each other. Takeyasu Atami Fuji at the top of the card. We have Nishikigi up against Kirishima. Takakesho takes on Ura. It's 12-3, Takakesho's way, so he certainly knows how to handle his smaller, wilier opponent. Wakamoto Haru takes on Hoshoryu. Mm -hmm. Now, normally you'd look at the 7-3 record Hoshoryu's way and think, you know, this should be an easy win for Hoshoryu, but I I think he'll be up against it. He'll be definitely inside his mind. Very much so. Danger. Absolute danger bout. So Daisho takes on Asaniyama. That should be a fascinating bout. Kodnawaka takes on 
Meisei, Hokuto Fuji takes on Tobizaru. Now, interestingly, they've met seven times in the past, Hokuto Fuji and Tobizaru, and Hokuto Fuji has won all seven encounters. Oh, wow. Wow. Which... For Tobizaru, someone who seems to have surprisingly good records against quality Rikishi, this is a bit of a blemish. Is he too chaotic for him, too unpredictable? Well, that's a great question that we'll have answered tomorrow. I have one more question as well. Yeah. You said at the top of the card, Takeyasu and Atami Fuji, does that mean they're going first N- tomorrow? No, no, no. Top of the card, I talked about Kirishima and uh-huh. Mishikigi. Uh-huh. Right. Sorry, so I which meant... bout of the day is that? I need to know how. Uh, so Ooh, that, yeah. that is the seventh, seventh bout. bout. Which I think they put a marquee bout seventh yesterday too. Yeah, I think so. Somewhere around there. Yep. Exciting. Get the people in, get them settled in their seats. That's probably two beers you're going to have in that time. <laughs> 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 all right. Thank you so much for joining us on day nine on Sumo Mainichi. We'll be here to bring you all the action from day 10 tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.